<laughs> this has been another podcast. This is your boy Lois Green, and we here in the midst of the fire, okay? Because <laughs> Brooke May just started preaching. I said, I need to record this. <laughs> so, so I wanted y'all to join in on the conversation, okay? This is called Respect the God in Me. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Brooke Rachel. Basically, as me and Lawrence was just having a heart to heart and, you know, we talk about relationships and friendships. And I basically just was saying that for me, how, you know, my relationship works with the Lord is I was at dinner last night with a sister and I was just talking about, you know, people. And I just said that, you know, we, we, we talk about the fear of God and that basically I said the fear of God isn't just in a sense of reverencing him alone by himself of who he is. I said that that same fear of God, he said that he was going to pour out his spirit on us. He dwells in us. The spirit of um, of him lives inside of us. And I just said that that takes it to a whole new different perspective of when you're dealing with people. And I was saying that for me. I recognize the spirit of God in my friends, you know, so I, I don't just sit there and be like, okay, I'm just going to worship God and reverence him. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah. Jesus. Alpha Omega. And then look at my friends and treat them like crap or treat them like the spirit of God doesn't sit in them. And I feel like the problem is we as people, as the body, however you want to look at it, just as friends or, you know, socially creature interactions, we say we're believers, but then we really don't recognize and treat the people that are believers around us. Like, you know, like the reverencing of God inside of them. And I'm not making them God. I'm recognizing the God I serve in them. And I'm able to see the 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 callings and the gifts and the talents. And, you know, in any way, shape or form, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the same God that I'm serving in my secret place and worshiping on Sundays is the same God that I'm seeing move through them. And it puts a different perspective on how I treat the people, on how I talk to them. I can't lie to them. You know, I can't I can't just sit there and act like they don't know anything. I, obviously, I know God is going to reveal things through them. And that makes me respect it even more because I'm respecting the God nature in you. You know, I'm not going to sit here and just lie to you when I'm like, I'm lying to God. Like, you know, it puts a different perspective for me on how I see it. So when I look Lawrence in the face and Lawrence asked me a question, you know, the Holy Spirit obviously is not always going to be like, he lied, she lied. Like, but it's, it's, it's the respect and reverence that I have for God in you to want to be open, to want to be vulnerable, to want to be transparent because the same power, the transformation nature that he does individually one-on-one by myself, why can't that be done in a friendship or a one-on-one conversation or a group conversation? Cause that same spirit is there. And you know, I, I'm always big on communications and relationships. And I'm just like, I got to a point where it's just like, you know, I'm not dumb. Like now the more sensitive that we get in our relationship with Jesus, like I can pick it up when the Holy Spirit is telling me stuff about people. That doesn't mean I say it, but it's just like, I, I just, I'm at a place where I will never, ever try nine times out of 10. I try my hardest to never, ever downplay the spirit of God in that person I'm talking to. So I, I try my best nine times out of 10 to never, ever try to hurt them, you know, treat them like crap or just downplay them and who they are, because I feel like that's just downplaying who God is in them. And then I'm over here talking about, yeah, you know, serve Jesus. Like, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a big contradiction for me and my heart, because I'm like, what, what good is it to sit here and say, I believe in God. And then the, per- what is that? isn't there a scripture that talks about that? Like you say you believe God, but then you can't even treat like you're love your, brother who you love your yeah, you love your brother who you see every day. And it's like, we think of it just on like a forgiving sense. And, but I'm like, no, it's in every aspect of the way. If I'm reverencing God in the morning by myself, I need to respect the nature of God that is in you. And 
I'm just getting deeper in that understanding alone. And for some people, it goes over their head. They still look at Lawrence as like, okay, that's just Lawrence. He won't get it. He won't understand. But I'm downplaying the nature of God that is really giving you word of knowledge or or insight or understanding. But I'm downplaying it because I'm not respecting the God that is in you that I say I serve and know is everywhere. You know, so that's that's what I've been at. And like literally what you're saying is literally so biblical. Just like I instantly thought about the story about Ananias and Sapphira. Okay. When they, uh, the community where they were like doing, you know, community-based living, they sold all their stuff yeah. and then they hid a little bit of their stuff to themselves. Uh-huh. And so Paul comes in and asks his one, he's just like, hey, what'd you do with this stuff? <laughs> And they was like, he's like, what you do stuff? He's like, um, uh, we, we don't got it. We gave everything away. And he's just like, why did you lie? Not to me. He said, but to the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and they dropped dead. And this wifey came in and he was just like, so what did you do with the stuff? And he was just like, oh, well, we, 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 we didn't do anything with it. And he's just like, and just like your husband we're going to carry you out, too. And sis dropped dead, too. And so it's just so crazy of just how of just understanding. And then Paul, Paul talks about something else, too. He says, he says, do not lie to one another. Yeah. And he and he, you know, he encourages the church to do some other things. He's just like, because lying is the old nature. Yeah. What's your reason to lie for to one another? It's just like, don't lie to one another because that's the part of the old self. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember, um, I don't know if it was Jackie Hill Perry or Preston Perry, one of them, but they were just talking about, because uh, I think a lot of times we'll we'll do it from just a Christian to Christian yeah, to perspective, yeah. but it's all people, oh, yeah. because they talked about how like how on the news you'll see um, a, a, a black male die or anybody die, and they'll and then media will play him to be a thug, yeah. to be a menace to society, to be an issue that you know we got rid of them. Yeah. But she was just like, at the end of the day, they are image bearers yeah. Yeah. because we were all built in His image, and I don't even think that's why God tells us so much not to judge people who are not saved because. The, God is yet pulling and yet calling. And so it's just like, I think he's requiring for us to have a love and respect for all people, not only for him being the divine creator, but having a divine respect for his creation because all of it lives, moves, and has its being by him. And just having that level of respect. And I just thought this was just... uh, No, but... It's just like it's just like that is so true, and I'm glad you brought it up, and I'm glad that you know that God is really teaching you that and showing you that that it's it's 100 biblical. Yeah. Like just th- those literal three accounts is literally Genesis, mm-hmm. and all the story of Acts is the church of how we're supposed to operate with respecting one another. And I think the problem comes is is that we put the power and the levels of the few of gifts, uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the prophet. Uh, or uh, a particular preacher who we know can preach good that we'll travel miles we'll go yes. on trips yes. we'll go to conferences yes. oh for this one person yes. but God has been telling the, your co-worker who saved at your job the same stuff that you've been you travel 50 miles to hear T.D. Jake say or Sarah Roberts say or Cornelius Lindsay or Heather Lindsay don't even give me the mic I'm oh sorry. my god no because literally I went to the Pinky Promise conference and literally I had the same thing. I'm like, 
people come no and shout out to heather Lindsay. like nothing wrong with her and Cornelia, but i was like i went because i wanted to go and be around a bunch of just believers and get the apparel and you know buy the clothes and things like that i didn't go strictly for just like jesus i went for vacation and whatever but i was like okay we here but i remember being in there and i was just like i knew it was a heart check with god because i was like god i'm coming but I'm not coming looking for something from Heather. I'm not coming looking for something from Sarah Jake Roberts. They they poured out and they gave it. But my mind and heart was already in the place to respect my leadership at home. I didn't have to drive to Atlanta. I chose to do it as a trip in combination. But it was just like confirming. I respect my pastor that's at that location in Nova, mm-hmm. you know. Shout out Pastor Russell, you know, but it's like I respect and recognize what God and seeing God nature through him, moving through him. It's always confirmation, affirmation, edification. So when I went to see Heather, it wasn't like, oh, my God, that's a word. Like, you know, I was just like, this is literally what what I'm getting at home. But if I'm blinded, God was just like, you got it at home. This was just something to keep me fed while I was gone, you know, because I was out of town. But I'm just like, if people if people could recognize the gifts, the callings. You know, just what your brother or sister or just regular people on the street have to offer. Like, maybe it wouldn't be so hard to hear from God if you can't even hear it through your brother or sister. Like, are you so hardened that it's like it takes a a figure that's on a pedestal or like a platform that that's the only time you can hear from God? Don't get me wrong. The spirit of God may be moving through him. But what is that saying about your heart or your respect to God in the people around you locally? And I think that's like, you know, when I came home, I was just like, I knew I was in the right place. Like I wasn't convicted or anything because this is literally was just like, wow, God, this is so cool. Like you're just sharing the same message in Atlanta versus back in Virginia. And I was like, if people could really see it like that, they would be able to receive God more through their brothers and sisters or just through people. But we're looking for it to come through someone who's already moving and elevated and things like that when you probably just can't even recognize the person God speaking through the person that came to a Bible study for the first time (laughs) you know or someone that you never met before and they just speak out their mouth and you don't know them like that is the nature of God through them and you're just like wow like you should just love them just because of the God nature you know and I I just think it's it's messed up and it bothers me because I'm like you downplay God in people because you think it look has to look a certain way but if you know the character and the Im- and we're the image of god like you will listen when people are speaking and that's why people i'm hanging out with you know quote unquote unbelievers unsaved but i recognize when people god is speaking through yeah, them yeah. you do not have to be just in the church and sometimes people be like oh you wouldn't understand no because i'm very sensitive to my father and i know that he speaks th- he can speak through a donkey you know what i'm saying i recognize Hello. that I l- he he spoke through a donkey and said turn around you know and every, and everybody want to ask the prophet was even shocked because it's like oh well, you ain't talking to me but God was like you better listen for the third time this angel is not playing you know and it's just like if God was able to speak whether you think oh that's dramatic no well he did it right but it's like if God can speak through a donkey why won't he speak to somebody that's technically not a holy roller yeah Sometimes it's just the wisdom, just the wisdom of somebody you asking advice, a question, and you know that's the nature of God, or somebody say something to you and they don't even know what's going on, but they say something and it's like, dang, but I'm looking for it to come from some super spiritual prophetic word. And it's like, no, it's probably your coworker just being like, hey, like you need to be on time. 
And that's what God's been trying to tell you by yourself. And you wonder why you're getting written up. <laughs> because you're, but, because, but, but because, and it's correction. I think it's something about a selfish nature that always keeps me in check. Because I'm like, if I can't recognize Lawrence correcting me, right, in love, obviously it's approach. But if I can't even recognize you saying, hey, Brooke, like, I think you need to, you know, be on time to work. God is doing the same thing with me in my secret place. I can't uh, go home and be like, hey, Lawrence, by the way, the Holy Spirit told me you need to get to work on time. Lawrence could be like, I just... I just told her that. Like, you know, like, but you know, okay, it's okay. You got it from God. But the problem is that we, sometimes it's like, yes, go to God, but you still have to recognize when God is sending people in the way to warn, advise and do whatever and guide. Cause you gonna keep missing it every single time. Cause what if he's like, you know, I don't need you to go pray in your prayer room or your prayer closet. I just need you to listen to your, to your friend or your brother and sister in Christ or your pastor. It doesn't always have to be so complicated like we think it. And it kind of hurts my heart when I think about it because I'm just like, we're just downplaying people. But then we're talking about love people. So, yeah. I think if we were um, more in touch with truth, we'll be able to recognize truth when we heard it. Yeah. No matter where it's coming from. Mm, That's good. And it's just like... um, like that's so true like um me and Brooke we go to the same ministry and I felt like there was a time period where especially in the month of August that I was really getting fought Mm -hmm. with wanting to leave and be a part of you know more like seeing all these extravagant ministries with the TV and the music and the live and the praise of worship and all these different things and going to two different conferences this month and really just hearing everything that I was hearing at home And it was just like, I was almost about to like jump out of my seat because it was just like, yo, do y'all not get in this with these preachers? Like, like this is all, this is like confirmation. And it really just, it was just like, it really just gave me a sense of peace about where it was that I was at because I recognized that the same truth, I already had it. That I didn't really have to search for other things or go to other places to get what I already had. And it's just like, that's not a, just a reflection of just an unnatural sense, but my relationship with God. Yeah. Of how it's just like ha- having him and knowing that I have truth, but yet we go to other things. Yeah. Thinking that it will be able to provide us with something that... Um, more than what it is that we already have. But we just got to get reconnected to what we already have. Exactly. Because it's simple. I just think I just think it's so simple and I think it's just I'm getting to a place of just like the beauty of God like in every way shape or form that he's working you know not just in a miracle not just in like me falling out or you know speaking in tongues it's just like we literally are called to preach the gospel and the broken the broken and the fatherless and the orphan like and it's just like how can you even do that if you can't recognize the spirit of God or just recognize just the beauty of God through people, the image of God through people. And if you can't like, we'll miss it every single time. If we're looking at it from a natural perspective or just, you could look at it from a natural perspective. So you could look at that person and they're natural. They want to be like (laughs) fleshy as hell. Like, you know, it's just like, that's fine. But it's up to you as the individual knowing how you're supposed to operate and move and treat people. And I think that that's accountability on our end to understand the character and nature of who God is. And so then when we see people that, you know, we think aren't even it, it's like, you still can recognize it, even though they're maybe not there yet, you know? So it's like, it's definitely treating people. But I know for one thing for me was, is just sticking out, starting with the church, you know, recognizing that 
if we can't see it in each other, we're we're missing it. Yeah. You know, granted, there's people that got gossiping and drama. Like, there's always the negative, yeah. you know, individuals that need some work. But if we can't carry out the call and, you know, to treat and really carry out the, what he what Paul was talking about, like, love one another, don't lie to another, mm-hmm. like, don't be fighting one another. Like, you yeah. know, if we can't even simply do that and do a confrontation or not and not in the negative sense I always say that but just confront one another on these issues like you never really get to see the true nature of like what God is trying to do and trying to work because you said that the more what did you say about the truth yeah. the less familiar that we are with truth yeah, we'll be less likely to recognize. less likely to recognize it so I'm just like you know if we continue to operate in truth with one another like it shouldn't be an issue, yeah. but the less that you're familiar with the truth and it's, you're never going to want to receive it, but it's like, God is truth. He says like, how can we walk in the, what do you say? How we walk in the dark and he's light? No, that's a scripture. It's one in John, but it's like, how can we say we sin? If we say we don't sin, we make him a liar or something like that. You could probably cut it out, but it's, um, it's in John. I first John, like when he's talking about the light and the, you got your Bible? No, we ain't got our Bible. Look, but then you can cross this out. We'll put it but, in. <laughs> no, but um, the scripture we were trying to reference was First John one five through eight. He, you know, it's just like we're making ourselves a liar if we say that we don't sin, because mm-hmm. it's like that's not who he is. Like we do and we struggle, but I just think that there's a, you know exactly what I'm talking. About. I see it in my mind. I see the page First John. It's First John, right? Yep, right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right there. You see it. Yeah, but you know, and I just think like you know, just friendships, especially in general, like if you expect to even survive as friends in the gospel, like, you know how I always was, everything is not always a season. Like you have lifetime friends that you can be linked to, but if you choose not to, you know, grow, progress and want to evolve with each other, then that's where it can be cut off short. You know what I'm saying? But because at the end of the day, this is supposed to be a lifetime thing. Like we supposed to (laughs) eternal. And if we can't even, you know, take the necessary steps, actions, instructions to like keep that thing going on and on. Like it doesn't have to be ended or just deemed as a season. But if you're not going to work and do the work that it takes to do this thing together, then we're probably going to have to part ways because if I'm trying to walk in truth and you don't want to walk in truth or be fully truthful or get to that fullness of what it is in yourself and identity and security, then it's going to hinder where we're trying to go because it's always going to be limited on some end, shape, shape or form. And so that's why I'm just like, I feel like you know with friendships and we were just talking it's just like you can't just downplay your friends and downplay the people that God has put in your life because you haven't fully dealt with yourself you know it's like we have to genuinely love each other love ourselves and bear it all like that's what this is about but I feel like there's a what's the word superficial or cliche kind of term when you think about it and it's really beautiful when it actually happens. Like say, all talk, less actions. But when you really do become that place where you can unburden with one another and confess your faults to one another and really see God move in the nature of these of these people, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But it says something about our idea 
of you know vulnerability it says something about our understanding of you know how god will move and it's like no like literally these people are in your life for a reason recognize how they individually work and operate and what they're good at and how god uses them and it's like it makes it that much easier because then it's like okay i know i can go to lawrence so he can listen we can have these like one-on-one in-depth conversations and then if somebody else moving is something else i know i can go to them it's not that it's a he i just know what god does through you and i respect that he does it through you and he does it through you very well mm-hmm. and i'm never gonna downplay it because i'm having a selfish moment mm-hmm. you know how does he live in water breath of life that's stuff that we're supposed to cling to when you have the living example through a person that's your friend or family or just a church goer or just a resource outside why would you not want to cling to that thing if you know god is moving through them very well mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. it does a disservice kind of yeah. so and he talks about knowing those who labor among you. Whoa, slap me too. <laughs> I can't stand you with these people. Oh, <laughs> you think it, I give you the word. You know, I, I support. I got to give you some evidence. So I'll give you the bread. <laughs> That's the God nature in you that you're good at. You talking, you bring it right back. <laughs> and I just want to be crazy enough to believe that Every person, if you're listening to this podcast, that every person in your life mm-hmm. is for your benefit. Yeah. It's teaching you something. It's pushing you something. Like I, when the word talks about, you know, he's working everything towards yeah. our good. I really do believe that the people at your job, mm-hmm. your family members, your mama, your daddy, your baby mama, your baby daddy, if you got one, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. your husband, your wife, your kids, uh, your boss, all of these people are pulling something out of you they're pulling the eternity out Mm -hmm. what love they're showing you what love is or what it ain't patience long suffering gentleness is pulling the fruit of god out of you and it's just like we got to and we're so quick to cut these things off but we don't but we don't understand is you're cutting your own growth off Mm -hmm. and so it's just like just really just being able to just truly respect this is just a good just a general good topic of just being able to respect one another mm-hmm. i think we talk about it all the time yeah. r.i.p to aretha franklin yeah. she taught us first you yeah. know <laughs> or what's the name was it al sharpton he was like r-e-s-p-e-c-i-t he said it so confidently i give him that okay uh even Birdman, put some respect on his name put some respect on the name of the of christ that lives inside of our brothers and sisters and the the name of god that just dwells in all people yeah whether they know it or not. Whether they know it or not. That's why it's our job, job yes. to be able to help either bring that out or just embrace yeah, recognize who they really are. Exactly. And it could be just you talking to them being like, you, you ain't need to be petty like that. Yes. Like, you know, just get rid of the pettiness. Like, yeah. you know, stop being so mad. Stop yeah. being so angry. Like, that's it. You don't got to go and be like, okay, John 361. Like, no, like, just, just, you know, the character of God. Yeah. So that is supposed to bring that conviction to other people and help them to come out of that, to come out of that old man. To be even able to respect the God in themselves that, so they can be able on, to respect that, the God no. of somebody else. <laughs> and on that note, this has been. Another a seat at the table podcast with your boy Lawrence Green. This is Brooke Major. Brooke Majors, get out of Brooke Majors, you can follow her at Majorly Love to follow the blog. We'll see y'all on the next one. Peace out. Just get me the bank all over the place. The whole shit got the whole thing. You said.
<laughs> <laughs> what?